Sly Guy. Duh. Hello and welcome to the Sly Guy podcast, the most underrated podcast in arguably the world. Definitely Northern Ireland, but arguably the world. Hey, if you haven't told anyone about it, why are you keeping secrets? You know, why are you being a deceitful fuck? Hey, that's a bit sassy off the bat to just be, be coming in like that. But listen, I need to be honest with you guys. Someone, <clears throat> not the name names, has had a little drink. All right, somebody has had a day in the garden, had a bit of sun about them, and thought, you know what? A wee cold cider will do. And now, total disclosure, I may have had more than one cider. I may have had two ciders. So, I mean, I'm just saying, you know, your boy could be could be spitting some truth bombs on this episode. There could be some things coming out that, you know, hey, in the morning I might regret. But listen, we'll get through it together because this is what we're all about. I say get through it together. I don't feel a sense of togetherness much at the minute because there's so many fuckers out there who are just fucking wrecking everything for us. People who are obeying by this fucking let me just fix my mic here i'm fucking coming in here um so many people just fucking ignoring the fact that there's still a coronavirus pandemic but still people dying you know people the school the fucking kids it's always the school kids out digging people on beaches just having parties hugging each other putting videos up hey guys shouldn't do that now you know touts get shot snitches get stitches but listen I'm changing it. I'm going to be saying to you guys, in this environment, snitches get bitches. What I'm saying is, you you tight, you keep us safe, you save lives. If you see people fucking flaunting the social distancing already before he's been allowed to, hey, you phone five zero and you say, listen, my next door neighbour is in his garden and he has, he has seven people there and I saw him hug a pensioner. You know, that's what I want you to be doing when you be tight and see if you, your kids are on the beach. You know, you'd be like, why are so many? Like, I find myself driving past groups of people, counting them, and be like, oh, right, actually, there's eight there. And we're only permitted for six. And there's definitely not a two-meter distance. I feel like going out with one of those wee laser measures and just going, oh, it's penalty, 101 on the phone straight away. <clears throat> Excuse me, officer. Fucking take them down. Yes, we need we need to just we need to just get that whole stigma of Titan over. Now, listen, I would, I would have been a big believer of it until, you know, Tekashi Swazonov just did it and now he's balling, he's out, he's out of prison, he's living his best life and he proves snitches get bitches, you know what I mean? So tell him people and stop fucking wrecking it. Now, you're probably going, oh Dave, I thought you were a pretty chill guy, I thought you were pretty relaxed. Yeah, I am. Only thing is, I don't want there to be round two of lockdown, I don't want there to be a second wave of this shit because idiotic people are wrecking it for, for us, you know, I don't want there to be fucking dumbasses. Fucking it up there. I nearly, I nearly used a derogatory term beginning with an R. But it didn't because I was like, I can't really say that, I'm an adult. But you know what? Dunces out there, you know, fucking wrecking it for all of us. So see if I don't get to see my my, my, my child be born in September. I'm going to be, fu- I mean, I'm just going to be out there whipping people. I'm just going to be digging people left, right and centre. I will get out of my car and I will laugh the holy smackathon on people if they don't get the fuck indoors between now and September. Because see if I don't see that baby come out of my wife. Like if I literally don't see the child be pulled from the vessel. Oh, listen, people are getting the belt. I'll be taking my belt off and I'll just be laying people out left, right and centre and giving zero fucks. And you know, age, I don't care. See if you're you're 12 and you're out playing, expect a buckle upside the grill. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't fuck with that. 
I'm sick of it. People are pissing me off. It's been good weather. People are getting on like it's just normal summer holidays. Nish, nish. Is your boy out enjoying the weather? Yes, of course I am. However, I'm going places that are near my gaff. I'm going places with social distancing. I'm keeping away from other people. I'm abiding by the rules. And I'm just having a good time in my garden. Do you know what I mean? Where people are on. I'm seeing on social media. People are hugging people, drinking. The drink goes... See at the sound of my dad. Drink goes in, the sense goes out. But it's happening. People are treating social distancing like it's not a thing anymore. Yes, we've got fucking lockdown fatigue, people. But we don't have far to go now, you know. And my wife, a nurse at the Ulster, told me she saw somebody taken out on a trolley from the COVID ward only but yesterday. And hey, when they're getting taken out on a trolley from the COVID ward, it doesn't mean they're going to another ward to chill and drink some ice cold milk and maybe just have a few biscuits. Nish, nish, they're going to the mortuary because they're fucking teddy bread. You know, that's the fact of it. So here's the thing. Do you want to just enjoy this weather now and just kill off loads of people or give it a wee bit of time and then just be able to be back to a degree of normal, whatever the frig that is, but do not fuck me getting to see my child be born, I'm telling you. I fucking lose my mind over that. I've missed all the scans as well, I'm not allowed to go, it's bullshit. It feels like um, my wife's just getting more pregnant, but I'm not really there for any of it, it's weird. You know, see if I get some sort of, like, like I don't know what the word is, like bonding issues with this kid, because it's like, well, I've not really, I know, I just kind of... You know, at the beginning, you know, I just kind of, I just kind of, that's literally all my involvement in this child. I just, oh, matron, and then nothing, you know, it's kind of, that's, if I have some sort of lack of bond in here, I'm going to be dropping rock bottoms everywhere. You know, I'm going to lose my mind. So people, please, just wait until it's safe. I more than anyone want it to end because I've just been working from home and babysitting. Do you know what I mean? And I hate to say it, my two-year-old shit company. She has her moments, but she's paying the hole. <laughs> Let's be straight up. And I need to get to my parents to get rid of her. I need the nurseries to open, get rid of her. You know, just for even an hour at a time, would we'll do rightly. Let me just do something else. Probably when I get rid of her for the first time, what I will do is just go to bed. But other than that, I'm getting off negative. I'm fucking, what is this, guys? So a lot of people seem to enjoy it whenever I get on this podcast. I get fucking angry. People like it when I'm getting... I'm getting wound up. See, when I've had a drink, I'm just like, I'm just like a bad stepdad. You don't want to stay away from me because, listen, I'm loose, I'm loose lipped and I'm fucking loose hipped. You don't want to, either. You're going to get the the tongue of the serpent and you're going to have your feelings hurt, or you're going to get the tongue of the serpent. You're going to get your ass eaten. It's going to be one or other. But you stay away from the nasty stepdad. All right. Oh, I'm fucking angry. Oh, right, anyway, good news this week. Good news. In fact, no, I'm going into the, the bad news first, you know, I'm getting this out of me because for some reason I'm feeling, I'm like, I'm looking down at my forearm and I'm seeing a vein popping up and is it is it because I'm angry or is it because I'm pumping weights in my garage every fucking day, who knows? Oh, probably a combination of both. Why I'm angry is because I saw a picture that Chloe Chloe Kardashian posted this week, where effectively, if you haven't seen it, basically, here's the newsflash, Chloe Kardashian has an entirely different face now, an entirely new face, and people are all like, yes, queen, you go, girl, you do you, 
you just, you know, you do you. That's so amazing. And this is what's fucking wrong with the world. You know, the worst people are revered. The worst people are cool. The Kardashians are the first family of entertainment in this world. These people are looked at as the beacon of beauty. You know, like, which is fine if that's how they looked. But here's the thing. None of those guys look now what they looked like in the beginning. Like, Kylie Jenner is, like, one of the richest uh, makeup businesses in the whole wide world. She's just begging up how to get these lips like her. Bitch didn't even have lips, like, four years ago. She just had a... She had a face. She had one of those faces. You know, she looked like Mason Verger. For reason, you know, she looked like the guy out of the movie Hannibal, whose face got eaten by piggies, right? His face got eaten by pigs, and he doesn't have lips. He just has skin that goes into its mouth. He's effectively a face without a mouth. It's just an anus on his mouth. And that's what Kylie Jenner's lips were like. She just had straight skin that went from external to internal, you know? And I'm sure there's shit that comes out of her mouth too, but that's how she looked. And then she's like, you know why? I'm going to have a fucking surgery. I'm like, fat lip bitch. You know, that's what she's doing. She didn't even have lips. Now she does. See my Bruce? You know? The guy was like, I'm... <laughs> the guy was like, I'm going to have the number one pussy in Hollywood. <laughs> so then he just went and did it. Chop it off. And it's, and it's gone. You know, this is the thing. And now... Chloe's getting in in the act. These Kardashians are just putting this beauty standard out here. The people are just so dumb, dumb. And I, I only made a point by saying people are so dunce, by saying people are so dunce, which in turn makes me a so dunce. You know, but this is what's happening. They're putting this up and they're going, oh my God, look at her. Guess what? It, it's fake. You know, people are looking at that going, she's so beauty, she's beautiful. I'm, I'm blitzed. This is, she's so beauty. You're looking up saying, she's so beautiful. You know what? And then they look in the mirror and they go, look at me, big fucking stinking bastard I am. Look at her, that fucking, if Chloe can do it, I'm, I can do it. And then you look in the mirror and you go, you can't because you don't have m- 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 millions. You know, you don't have the millions to do that. And then people are looking at this picture going, she's so beautiful, and then looking at themselves, seeing this thing on Instagram, and then they're like, you know, look at me, I'm stinking, I'm ugly. And like, how are they so gorgeous, and I'm so ugly? You know, and it's weird. And the thing about it is, people aren't going, like, fair play if the likes of Khloe Kardashian gets bullied out there and people are sly to her all the time, calling her names. Because here's the thing, the worst people in the world are trolls. Now, that's fair enough. If she feels shit, she shouldn't be put in a position where she feels she needs to change herself that much. You know, she shouldn't feel shit about herself. But at the same time, you know, this girl looks less like her original self. Like, she looks less than the original Khloe Kardashian the Michael Jackson looks like the original Michael Jackson. And here's the thing. Michael Jackson is an entirely different race. And also now dead. And he still looks more like the young. He looks more like he should be singing about his wee pet rat. Than she looks like the original Khloe Kardashian. And that's just it. That's the problem with the world in a nutshell. There you are. You want people want to know what's wrong in the world. Your boy is taking two ciders on board and he's telling you, here we are. And this is what the problem. People just accept fake people nowadays. You know, everything is about how people are perceived rather than how they are. You know, how people look. or like, she looks class, but you don't know what the fuck's going on behind 
closed doors with her too. She could be flipping having the worst time in her life, but as long as it looks good, as long as there's followers, you know, that's how they're perceived. It's bullshit. It's like last week when I spoke about these <clears throat> NI influencers. I hate, I hate that term. Influencers. These NI influencers. Buying followers. So people go onto the page and look at the followers and go, oh my God, look how much... Uh, look how many followers they have, they have X amount of followers, they must be great, am I following them? You know, that's the problem, and that's it, that's a recipe for disaster, all fake, people aren't putting good content out, they're just buying followers, other people look at it, like sheep, and go, oh, look what's happening, am I following them? And it's bullshit, you know, like, this is it, people are putting these videos, body transformations up, a lot of people in there aren't telling you, oh, by the way, I'm fully on a cycle of, of gear here, you know, also, I've had a wee bit of surgery, you know, shit like this, it's bullshit, and it, it worries me, as a father, and soon-to-be double father, that, what the hell are my kids going to think, when they get to the point, they're like, am I going to have, am I, is my daughter Holly going to get to the point where she ever is looking at these incomparable false standards that she's seeing through social media, through the internet, and think to herself that she isn't good enough? That would break my heart, the thought of her thinking she is ever not good enough. I hate it, and that's what's happening, this is what's happening, this is the perpetuation of this falsehood on social media. We need to start calling things out, not to the people necessarily, if you're going to do it, you know, just say to them. You know, why are you buying followers, you fucking weirdo? You know, why 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 is Chloe Kardashian had her fucking nose done to the point that it's probably not gonna be there anymore? She'll be like running about like Voldemort soon. She's got her her clearly her jaw just shaved down. She's got a fucking sander and taken it down. Like that's gotta hurt. You know, and, and kids and women and now even dudes to the greater extent because they're looking going fuck there's this new masculine beauty standard like that tweet that someone put out it was like hey guys why don't you make a bit more effort and look like this you know and it's just a ripped six-pack guy because you know what sometimes it's hard to look like that the guy in that particular picture he is on steroids you know this is the problem there's things out there and i never want my child would think she's not good enough, you know, and she'll never be brought up in an environment where she hopefully will think that. I'll always be filling her full of confidence, unless, of course, she gets too big and, again, tries to challenge the king of the mountain, and then, as per, the king of the mountain will rise above and take her down a peg or two, but listen, that's law of the jungle. You know, that's what happens, and it just worries me, and I don't like it, and I don't think that that Khloe Kardashian thing is good news for anyone, unless, of course, she comes out and is like, I'm only choking, that's not me, I'm trolling you all. And then I go, you've got us, Chloe. You've, you've got us, you and Kim, with our arse the size of seven fans. You, you know, and, and I, like, I've seen gluteus maximus before. Like, I've seen bums, I've seen the muscle, I've seen, you know, they don't get to that shape. Kim Kardashian's derriere is niche niche naturel. It is artificial as fuck. But yet we are just lifting them up in this plinth, being like, oh, look at them. And everyone else feels miserable. Especially now in a fucking lockdown and your hair is looking like shit. Like, my, it looks like my head is the body of a scarecrow with six shades of shit kicked out of it. It's just fucking bits coming out of everywhere. It's terrible. It looks atrocious. And, I, and I'm bald. You know, it looks like oh, I've got a fucking skull cap on. And I've got the curls. I'm just not looking sweet. And you don't feel sweet when you're not looking sweet. And then you're looking online, seeing all this shit going on, these fucking bastard Kardashians. Need to stop watching their show with shit. <laughs> fucking Kardashians. 
Right, should be a bit more positive now. You get, you guys, uh, you get fed up by hearing me moan. Let me see how long I've moaned for. I'm a moany bastard today. Six, Sixteen minutes I've been moaning for. Jesus Christ. I need to sort my fucking, my life out here. <sighs> yes, positive news anyway. From the worst show on television to the best show on the radio, the Ray of Lockdown is making a return this Friday. Now, it's not going on Radio Ulster as per, it's going on the BBC Sounds app. So, same rules apply. You can listen to it on your TV, you can listen to it on your radio via the Sounds app. Get yourselves on BBC Sounds and get yourself on the Ray of Lockdown this Friday. We're back. We're giving you bangers. We're giving you dance songs. We're giving you shout-outs, shabbas, banters, everything. I made up that word banters because, again, I'm not, my brain's not functioning. There's a gap between my brain and my mouth here. Lord knows what will come out. I've probably offended somebody right now, but you know what? I don't give a fuck. I just don't care at this point, you know? I don't. So, let's just enjoy it. Let's spread the word. Let's see you dancing in your kitchen. Let's get through this lockdown together. Maybe that's actually why... There's been people in the streets. People are out fucking kicking off in the, on the beaches. They're in the bar. They're trying to bring the bars back. They're hugging their friends. They're kicking off because there's no fucking ray of lockdown to make you see sense. Maybe that's what it is. But it's back this Friday. Shane and I, we are in our, our separate lockdown environments. I'll be in the same room as I'm recording this podcast in right now. My dining room, my banquet hall, giving it stacks, giving it shabbas. Um, and you know what? I'm, we're giving it to the haters as well. People who didn't want to see it. Guess what? Tough titties. There's a few people. There's, I'd say, ninety nine percent positive people about it. As per the all troll. Why this is the worst show it's ever been in Radio Ulster. Hey, guess what, baby boy? Change the channel. You've got the freedom, my friend. It's only an option. You know, if you don't want to listen to a couple of likely lads having banter and trying to get people through a pandemic, you know what you can do? Switch the channel, you know, go and do something else. Go into your garden, you know, go into your garden, shout at a wall, mate. Just let it out of you, just let it out of you, because the boys are back, and the boys, the, I sound like Conor McGregor there, because the boys are back. The boys, fucking surprise, surprise, the boys are back. And we are giving it, we are back, and we are giving it stacks. I feel like I've been giving out loads of fucking sayings in this podcast this week we're uh, we're back and we're giving it stacks get ready for it um so yeah i'm buzzing about that and yeah i mean again listen guys this is why i say give me give me questions because what i'm going to just do going forward maybe is just get blitzed just have a drink every time just see see where that goes let me see i'm gonna have another wee drink here Well, we're back, babies. Um, let's just get it, get it out, and maybe see. I think maybe that's something I might do. I might do. People are telling me, I'm um, getting messages from people on my Patreon. I'm saying, guys, look, what do you want to see from me? Anything different? What do you want to do? Because this week I stuck. It's my fifteenth. There's fifteen bonus podcasts over on Patreon at the minute, and this week I flirted with the uh, with a video podcast and stuck it up. So again, we're trying to figure that out. What's the best way to do it? Me and my Patreons are trying to figure out the best content that people want. So if, you, if that's something people want to see, just me and a bottle of Cravossi. Or in fact, I'm going to keep the rhyme going. Just me and a bottle of Hennessy. I will do that and then we'll just see where it goes. We'll maybe do trying to figure out some sort of live um, 
drinking podcast just the, you know Davies Panther bus I don't know I'm not being a bus like so who knows but we'll figure it out but get over on the Patreon at the minute there's clips over there there's be short films I've done um, stand up clips a bonus podcast every week sometimes two because you know what we're locked down we're bored so get over there I appreciate everybody on that it's been uh, a nice week for reviews as well you know people um, I've got on board of two new reviews this week on Apple Music and it makes me feel amazing. Um, Davy Witt, again, I just want to say, Davy, you're a good man, right? I appreciate the review. You've been down since day one, you know. So the first question is, unless you just recently got an iPhone, why are you only getting around to it now? But apart from that, I appreciate the review. What Davy has said, he, the title is Quality Broadcasting. I mean, I wouldn't call it broadcasting, but I like it. Dave's podcast is like those go-to comfy leisure clothes you change into when you get home from work. Reliable, comforting, familiar. And if you're an aspiring physique guy, dad, dream dude, or all-around good guy, then this is the podcast for you. P.S. Dad guy. You know, I appreciate that. There the topics covered and some more. Obviously, today we're talking about beauty standards and, and alcoholism. You know, that's what we're doing and that's what we get. Big shout out to Neve Parr as well. Called the podcast an absolute cracker. Now, either that's the podcast or me. Either way, you know, I'll take it. <laughs> Thanks to you, you're terrible. And Neva said, love a listen, cracker podcast. And I appreciate that. And it helps the podcast build. Because you know what? I'm a happy man. Overall, I'm happy. This week, I've been a bit annoyed at people. But this, overall, I'm a happy man. And seeing the reviews coming in for us, I'm calling it the world's most underrated podcast. It helps, you know, you're seeing podcasts out there and I'm, I'm thinking to myself, all right, okay, give it a couple of weeks, that'll be gone. Give it that podcast a couple of weeks, it'll die. Unlike me, here forever. From the Weird Podcast to the Sly Guy Podcast to Boy Town to Bonus. Papa's the podcast machine. Throwing. I'm dishing out podcasts like dinner ladies dish out spotted dick. I'm giving you a big hefty helping and I'm fucking some custard on it. So get your fucking spoons out and get into it. But thanks to everyone who, who, who did, who has reviewed. And thanks again to Modest Beer. The Sly Guy podcast is brought to you in association with Modest Beer as it is last week, as it is every week. And so the, modest, the Modest Guys have two new beers out called Beer 1 and Beer 2. Oh my God, this, the naming process second and on. Beer ones and our and I'll do this in a nice sexy voice. Uh, the, the Spanish narrator, <clears throat> beer one is an aromatic double dry up to which for those who couldn't quite make that out, it is an aromatic double dry hop pale ale. Beer two is the Strata pale ale, which is in the single hop series. It features Strata hops. Now Strata hops sounds like some kind of up and coming hip hop artist. It's not. It's something you make beer with. I don't know how to make beer, I just know how to drink it, and I know Modest Beer is delicious. And if you want to try some of that shit as well, get yourself on the modestbeer.co.uk or follow them on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter at Modest Beer. And guess what? During this pandemic, you can get Modest Beer delivered to you. The Vineyard does anywhere in NI. Bottle the Boot does it, Neil's Wines, Grange Wine Merchants, Alexander's and Hollywoods, and KWM Wines all do it. So, guys, Get crunk. <laughs> yeah. 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 Get crunk and get modest. That's what I say. Oh, well, I enjoyed that. Mm. 
Anyway, is it a weird vibe this week, guys? Should, should, like, serious feedback. I like it when people slide in my DMs and podcast feedback. Is this something you want to see? Do you want to see more more, more boost? I mean, I can do it because lockdown, I could just have one night a week. I could just be on the sauce on the podcast. It might be interesting. Or, or the patrons, if you want to get on, on the slide and you want to see it secretly, I'll do it for you guys because you are the special, the special ones that get the best content. All for five dollars, which is like in this day and age, like twenty p. Um, oh, actually, I was going to talk about a couple other things. I've been watching TV this week, but let me just check the time on the podcast here because if, if it has, yeah, twenty four minutes. There's no way in hell I'm going to get into into this other other topic. I just want to say, I watched that documentary about Jeffrey Epstein on the Netflix. Now, Jeffrey Epstein. This is this is the funny thing, right? On documentaries, they refer to people by their jobs, you know, so, say you see, I don't know why it's the first name in my head, say you see Matt LeBlanc, he's nothing to do with this, by the way, but say you see Matt LeBlanc, I would say, for example, Matt LeBlanc, actor, bingo, it's his name, it's what he does, Jeffrey Epstein, financier, and pervert, you know, that's what they're basically calling this guy. And, I mean, I didn't know a wild lot about Jeffrey Epstein other than he was a super shady, fucking horrible bastard, right? And I knew he was involved in underage sex and, and, and trafficking. I mean, I didn't know the exact ins and outs of that, but I knew he was involved in something. And I knew he was a, a, a voyeur and filling people and was using it as an insurance policy to, like, catch other rich famous people in this pedophile ring and if he was going down he was bringing them with him so he eventually got found out good proper order got put in jail and then all of a sudden ends up dead now that was probably like like is it not the carlsberg probably the best lawyer in the world like epstein be ending up dead was probably the most likely thing to happen in all-time history ever you know, because he had dirt on some people, and hey, he had been sat down <laughs> by a detective in an interview, and he's like, "Listen, in fact, it's going to be in New York, isn't he?" But Jeffrey, you can't. Hey, hey, Jeffrey, you cocksucker, you can't listen to me. We're good, yeah, baby. You gotta know, snitches no longer get stitches, my friend. No, stitches get bitches. Now, albeit they're going to be over eighteen years of age, so you might not be interested in that, but. Bear with me, snitches get bitches. Do you want to tell me? And he was like, "Yeah, fuck, I will. I I am down to. F- I am down for some bitch action. Get me, get me that deal." And then next thing you know, he hangs himself. Now, obviously, everyone's like, "Epstein didn't kill himself." I think that's fairly obvious. He was done in. But I mean, I think that's what we're dealing with here. Very dodgy, very wealthy, very influential people are sick perverts, and I think that's probably. Um, a terrible thing you know i think we, we sort of sometimes forget that there's this horrible like upper elite level that who knows what the, what shit's going on people are talking about like people sacrificing babies and all and you go that's bullshit but see when you hear these sort of stories you go i mean maybe there's some truth in it you know maybe there is and goodness knows what jeffrey epstein had or he was gonna tell before he ended up dead but I mean, there's still dirty perverts falling around the place. And hey, I don't want to be libelous here, but there's a certain prince who doesn't sweat, who 
is a sex pervert and just got going to get away with it. You know, he's just going to get away with it. And there's other people I don't want to give out the guy's name because I don't want to be libelous. But he might have been a president of the United States and he may or may not have a wife called Hillary who ran for the presidency of the United States and got beat by the worst guy in the world, Donald Trump. So these guys are just, just being perverts, uh, effectively. Now, the guy who was the president before and is married to someone called Hillary, who went to whatever, you know, like he's got a history of enjoying sex outside of marriage, you know, so it doesn't actually have to put that much uh, imagination into imagining him being involved in a sex trafficking ring with underage girls, you know. That's the thing, like Epstein just gave all these girls money to basically jack them off, you know, give them a massage and jack them off. Now, maybe he's doing a lot of training, you know, maybe he does need a sports massage, maybe that's it, but all the other stuff going on, dodgy. And the documentary didn't really clear anything up other than how much of a horrible bastard he was, but it was a good watch. It made me sit and watch it and go, fucking dirty hair. See him? He's that dirty hair. And I mean, it worried me that it took so long for him to come out. I was like, oh no, how many other dirty hairs are out there doing shit like this? You know, and they're just getting away with it because cash, you know, it's fucking, doesn't bear thinking about it. I don't want to get into a conspiracy rabbit hole because I'm not a conspiracy guy, but it made, it made me wary of politicians, you know. And, you know... I nearly said something really terrible or anything. Made a reference to a local politician. It's like, I bet he goes on holidays with some of them. You know, but... Won't get me anywhere that. Let me see where we're after time. Because, listen, this is a Saturday night. You know, I'm doing this podcast on Saturday night because... It's either that or doing it on a Sunday night. And, see, trying to fit in the podcast. This is what we're, we're getting on, on... I love doing the podcast, but sometimes it's hard to fit it in. Do you know what I mean? Sometimes... In lockdown, it's like, I don't know what I'm going to talk about. You know, this week it has been chatting about horrible stuff. You know, I've been an angry, I've been an angry monkey. And that's what you get. You know, it's Sly Guy by name, Sly Guy by nature. is not fair to say for this episode. So let me see these listeners' questions and let's get into it. Oh, and that's the thing. Two more things that I'm watching at the minute to come back from... The Epstein docu- documentary, that was mental, to try and get me to come back from that. I've also been watching 90 Day Fiancé, which, anybody featured on that, hey, also mental. Um, but if there's any 90 Day Fiancé, fi- 90 Day Financiers, and you said like Jeffrey Epstein, 90 Day Fiancé fans out there, I want some 90 Day Fiancé questions next week because I'm all about that shit. If you want to ask me questions on 90 Day Fiancé or you want to ask me questions on Selling Sunset, they're the two shows I am loving at the minute. Just great watches. Sassiness, bitchiness. Maybe this is why I'm coming in here, so sassy and bitchy today, because I've had a wee drink and I've been watching all this sass. Anyway, podcast questions this week. Johnny Bow has said this needs addressed on the podcast, and he sent me a picture, which for some reason... Oh, my phone isn't actually loading as quick as a fucking shoot. Right, Johnny, let's have a look. There we are. In a sex fantasy gone wrong, two men with machetes entered the wrong house in New South Wales, Australia. 
before realising their error. One of them's now been acquitted of entering a home armed with a weapon in July 2019. Um, they've been hired to carry out a client's fantasy of being tied up in his underwear and stroked with a broom. The judge concluded that this fact, that the facts of this case are unusual. Yeah, no shit, Sherlock. Imagine you're just minding your own business. You're having a Foster's. You know, you're... You've got a prawn on the barbecue, you know, and a dude just bursts into your house with a machete going, get the fuck, get your fucking cock out and tie it up. You'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? Get your fucking cock out and I'll chop it off with a machete and shove it up your fucking dirty ass. You know, you'd be like, eh, no, this is pretty weird. And then imagine how much weirder it would be when they realised, oh, oh, bollocks, we're in the wrong house here. And uh, we're like, they're like, listen, mate, I was going in to fucking tie someone up and then stick a fucking mop up his hole. And he's paid me to do it. And the other guy's like, you know, I don't believe you. He's like, I'm telling you, they paid me to come in with a fucking machete. They told me that they wanted me to fucking say I was going to cut his cock off, shove it up his ass without a stamp. So I was going to just end up in a fucking depot. Then they wanted me to fucking tie him up. And then they wanted me to sh- shove a fucking <laughs> broom. Yeah, up his fucking shitter. They wanted me to shove a fucking witch's broom up his hole. They wanted me to do it. And I said, I'll fucking do it, you can. But, you know, that is uh, that is weird. Um, but I think I think sometimes, like, this happens. Like, you don't really, like, I mean, I don't think I am that, you know. I, I just enjoy, you know, listen, guys, we're all honest here. We're all friends. I just like getting the, the, I like getting the boy away. You know what I mean? That does me. I don't need to be tied up. I don't need to be whipped. I don't need to be massaged. I don't need to be have stuff put up my ass. You know, I just do that anyway. I use my asshole as, as a storage vessel. You know, I use my asshole as a satchel, as a money satchel. Like, you know, those wee things that everyone's granny has. You know, where you put the pound coins in. You could get, maybe you get 10 pound coins in. You just flick them out. They're on a wee spring. That's my butts. Like, I put stuff in. I don't need it up there for a sexual reason. Do you know what I mean? I just don't, I just don't need it. You know, I just like the feeling of normal sexual actions. All this fucking fetish stuff. Nah, you're all right. You, you keep that for the Epsteins of the world and this weird Australian guy who, I mean, t- like, so, like, stroked with a broom. Does that just mean, I don't know. It's very odd. Very odd behavior. But, Johnny, thanks for bringing that to my life. To my life. Hopefully, it's a real story and not just something that you've made up. Because if it is, like, maybe that's what Johnny. Just you be straight, with me, my friend. Are you putting that out there because you're like, I just really would love to be tied up. I love dudes coming to the house and threaten me with machetes, tie me up, and just rub me lightly with a broom. And you're just asking me to put this out there to try and get feedback. If anyone be like, listen, I'm into that make it so you know if that's the case respect michael kerr has said hey dave hoping the sun hoping the sun tan you sand suntan your cheeks nicely and then leave you with a nasty burn yeah michael's making reference to a uh let's just say an instagram post i put up this week which sort of deviated from my usual like light-hearted comedy banter uh set like set posts you know the sort of fun comedian-y posts I put up and I just fucking broke the internet with a sexy photo I just put myself listen I I have to be honest with you I am blessed to have 
a secluded garden. I have an Eden in my backyard, you know, and she's consensually admitted to stay in there, so don't worry, don't phone no cops on me. We're still socially distanced, but no, I have a garden of Eden. I just have a nice, beautiful, secluded garden. And Papa thought, you know what? I want to be a one with nature. I want to be a nature boy here. I want to get all my clothes off, and I want to add a little bit of brown to my buns, and I did. Um, and you know what, Michael? Like a lot of things, I take precautions. Not obviously with with um, sex because I've I've two children basically. I've about I'm one one my current child full bastard, you know. So I mean, maybe in the past haven't taken precautions in that. But in terms of washing my hands, keeping distance all over it, and sun cream in my butt, sun creamed up. In fact, there's probably way too much cream on my ass that it's going to do the reverse. I'm actually going to go like Michael Jackson. I'm going to go. I'm going to get whiter, so don't you worry. I'm I'm safe and protected. John Joe Flood has said, "Hey Dave, interested to hear who your heroes were when you were growing up." Um, I suppose when I was growing up, I was obviously a big football fan. So my first, my the first person that I really loved was David Seaman. You know, which ironically is a nickname of mine. I'm not going into details there, but David Seaman was the Arsenal goalkeeper. I just loved him. I thought he was great. And, um, I mean, I didn't actually have heroes, per se, growing up. Like, I never looked up to anyone and went, oh, I'd love to be like him. You know, I just the people I liked. Footballers were the ones for me. I just loved certain footballers. Like, Terry Henry is my number one idol, to be fair. Just an absolute hero of mine. And, I mean, as time got on, my idols have kind of changed. Until the point it's like, you don't really have... I don't think a set idol that you go, that's my idol. I don't look up to them. You would just take wee facets from everyone. You know, people that are doing successfully or people that are doing things well. You take stuff on board and try to use those methods to better yourself. But for me, I'm just sticking with Seaman. You know, David Seaman, my man, what a guy. Um, and other things, like I didn't really have or what I wanted to be. See, people, I wanted to be a comedian from when I was eight and I. I've just always knew I enjoy making people laugh. I didn't think it was a feasible career path, hence why I did a degree in criminology and criminal justice. What? 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 <clears throat> but <coughs> I've been smoking way too much today and I don't smoke. Makes sense of that. But yeah, no, no, no real heroes other than David Seaman. Yeah, Big Culls is back and he has said, Hi, Dave. Any tips on dealing with nerves for a big gig? I've been booked to do a charity Zoom gig and 500 will be watching. Again, cause what do you do? You know, what is it you do? Please let me know. I do not know. And I'd, I I would have a better place to give you advice if I knew what exactly it is you did. Do you sing? Do you dance? Do you do comedy? What is it? Let me know. You know, obviously all I can see is your profile photo, which is a Liverpool logo of course so i mean i don't know what it is you do do you play do you do football skills do you sing i, I mean like you'll never walk i don't know what it will let me know what you do but in terms of gigs i don't think i'd be nervous at all doing a gig on on over the computer you're sweet you're in your natural environment just chill enjoy it if you're doing an actual gig you always get a bit of nerves it's a good energy you need to go on the stage you know you need to channel that energy and you need to just give them stacks that's what you need to do um, so just go on and whatever it is you do, unless it's something really dodgy, give it stacks, enjoy yourself, mate. Um, 
Davy Witt said, Hi, Dav. I mean, there's an E there in the end, my friend. My friend. And um, being the nation's dad and also physique extraordinaire, do you have any bespoke nutritional hacks for aspiring physique guys trying to make the dad bod great again? Trying to make the dad bod great again. Tom Muchley. Um, I mean, my, my only tips are effective use of time you know so i mean that sounded like a fart there but it was literally just my stomach making a weird noise and um, i think the best thing is just as long as you have something that doesn't take up too much time to prepare you know that's what i find a struggle if i'm making food it just tastes too long and i'm like fuck that i'll just have a rustler's burger which i mean i don't actually even have any rustlers i haven't had any in my house in fucking years and years but i would go i would go to the shop and buy something shit to eat rather than make something just whatever's quicker and easiest you know that's it and i find that ready-made food is easier when you're when you're busy hold on a second is my child awake this hour night probably because i'm just shouting in <laughs> in the spare room um but i'd say to you just do food prep that's my sole advice really prep healthy food needed like for me at the minute i just don't have the time so i've ordered meals from musclefood.com check out it they don't sponsor podcasts would love it if they did so just just go out there they do nice food and it's just all calorie controlled and it helps you lose a bit of weight um so that's a bit that's basically the only nutritional advice i have and then also find out what nutritional food is good for you and you actually like to eat and doesn't bore you and just fire it on board because sometimes when you're eating like chicken rice and broccoli by fuck that's boring and Garrett Spence said, "What's the crack, big king in the mountain?" And been watching a lot of films recently, and I'm sure, as I'm sure most folk are, just what I was wondering is what your favorite film of the Cornetto trilogy is. Um, for those who don't know, they're the films of Edgar Wright, starring Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. Mine's got to be Hot Fuzz, the greatest twist of all time. Cheers, Dave. I look forward to your podcast every Monday. Gareth, thank you very much for that. You know what? I'm actually going to say Hot Fuzz is my favourite as well. Um, out of those ones, the Cornetto trilogy, I'm actually going to go and see what the other ones are. I assume one's Shaun of the Dead and, let me see, the... I can't even think of the last one. The Cornetto trilogy um, is... The World's End. I like The World's End. That that was yeah, that was decent too. But there was another one like that. It wasn't This Is the End? And they were just out at the same time. So I do think that yeah, we go with Hot Fuzz and that because I thought it was probably the funniest. Again, I'm not a mad fan of those films overall, you know. But I did quite enjoy Hot Fuzz. Um, yeah, so it would be my favorite. I, it's silly, but it's but it's yeah, it's just not always my cup of tea. But again, each their own. Thank you for the question. Enjoyed it a lot and go with you on hot fuzz. Um but the world's end wasn't bad too. Again weird, but uh, the last question this week is from Jamie Blobby. Um <laughs> Hello Commie Bear, what's your take on these sly monkeys stealing the COVID test? Yeah, that was probably one of the best stories I've heard all week. Quite literally, monkeys stole tests for coronavirus you know they literally actual monkeys not cheeky monkeys but actual legit monkeys i mean a bit of it worries me because not only are the monkeys stealing coronavirus tests the week before the cheeky monkeys are literally trying to steal kids i don't know if you saw that video of a right i'm going to say this i don't know if this is something that's been 
Let's see, a monkey on a scooter <laughs> drove down an alleyway, jumped off the scooter and tried to abduct the child, right? That's freaky. That's some Caesar shit, you know? So, I mean, I just think that the monkeys are now getting trained. There's a dude out there probably connected to Epstein training these monkeys to go and steal things to try it off littler like steal a wee kid dead on didn't work fuck we need to get something a bit smaller what about the coronavirus test dead on next thing we'll be like all right can you steal cctv footage from a safe in a seven-story new york apartment please you know that's probably where they're going but i i mean i think the monkeys need stopped i would put a shoot I, you know trump probably had he's like these monkeys the monkeys are they're still they're selling things. The monkeys are stealing things, get them killed. I want all the monkeys to be murdered. And you'd be like, no, you just can't do that. You know, it's it's just scary. The world's freaky at the minute. Guys, stay at home. Get in your fucking gardens, get a car out, don't be going out, don't be hugging your mates and see if there's a second wave of this virus. You're looking at the most dangerous threat to humanity since the Terminator. I will I will come out and I will get people and it will be an hasta la vista if I'm putting lockdown again. So guys, thanks again for listening. I, this one was a, this one was just something a bit different this week. I'm going to go and drink more cider. If you like the podcast, please, as usual, rate and review on Apple Podcasts. The more that are coming in, the better. Things are on the up. I appreciate it. I love you guys. Stay safe and look after yourselves. Um, bear in mind. We're nearly at the end of this, so let's just try to keep keep the heads together, stay indoors, and don't fuck it. And see if you have a kid that was a Bally home beach, the fucking the bottom of the king, the, the, so close to the king of the mountains castle. You're lucky I didn't go down there and lay people out. I'm so angry. I'm going to drink a cider and do a dump. Bye. <laughs>